0: If you feel that life is just giving you more than you can handle, please realize that you are not alone. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out with your hosts, the founders of Abba Daddy House, Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We're here to listen and provide help for you and others. At last, you have a place to speak out and be heard. Now, here are your hosts, Annette and Myrna. Hi.
1: Hi, hi, hi. We are back from Kansas. Yay. We're back, right? You, you, you're you, back too, right? No, I'm not back. You're I'm not still
2: back? floating between Kansas and here. Who
1: are you? I'm Annette. And I'm Myrna. We are here back in Idaho. It was a good trip. Pretty good trip. For well, you? for me, you were sick, but it was pretty good. We are here broadcasting from Major Bargains because John Mauger, again, has offered us his, his Internet in his office for this Friday. Again and again, yeah. and we appreciate that. It's the first day of summer. Is yeah, it doesn't feel like it's it. It's like 40 degrees here. Yeah. 40 degrees, first day of summer. Woo! All right. First day of summer, and I've got a jacket on. <laughs> yeah. I brought my coat. <laughs> I have long <laughs> sleeves on. And we tried Facebook, but it's not strong enough internet here, so sorry. No, we got Facebook, but we <clears throat> our sound system isn't right. working with Right, so anyway, hey... We want to talk to you guys about something very serious here um, right off the bat. A contract to continue our um, radio program is sitting in our email box, in the inbox. <clears throat> and um, we need your help. I guess that's all I can say is, right? We need their yeah. help.
2: <laughs> we don't get help
1: paying. We don't get to stay on the radio. Right. We need um, some financial help here guys if you want the gospel to continue to be heard through Abudadi house girls speak out and voice America on the empowerment channel then you need to dig in your pockets and we've not said that I don't think on air before we've been on the air nine months I think it has been and we've never I don't think we personally have not asked you for a, a penny we I know the advertisements do but right now um, we're really teetering because, we need financial help. We can't continue to pay this bill on our own. And Voice America has been absolutely, positively great with us, generous, and yeah. I mean generous. They are the they are. I can't tell you how awesome they've been. They've done things for they've us. They've dug. They've dug in their pockets. Right. They have gone beyond the call of duty, and so we're asking you guys to step alongside us, walk alongside us, to spread the gospel. And to help those people that that are hurting, you know, I still think about on our way to Kansas, we um, ran into a young lady that, that um, we talked to about, um, she was, I guess she was, we were outside of a hotel that we couldn't stay in because the computer system was down, but we gave her a card and she talked about, um, if, if she called, if we would listen to her and if she could talk about anything. And... There was just a neediness there with her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think she hasn't called us, but she has our information and
2: she has the she has the
1: invite, yeah. And so if you're listening right now, we just want you to know that we love you and that you are worthy because I think some stuff was in your life was going on, and um, you're hurting. You are hurting, and um, we love you, and we care that you hurt.
2: We don't want to leave the air. We don't. We, we want to stay on. And we
1: love you people. So help us out. Yeah. There's there's actually three ways. You can go to our website, which is com, And there's a donation information tab. And you can go there. And it's um, PayPal. And in the price per item amount, you just put in the amount of money that you would like to donate. And you go through PayPal. Or you can um, pay directly to Voice America. If you don't want to pay the money to us, because that will go into our account and that would you would be like sponsoring us, and that would go into Abadadi House Girls Speak Out. And you can go, um, their address is 4602 East University Drive, Suite 170, and that's in Phoenix, Arizona. Again, that is 4602 East University Drive. Suite 170, Phoenix, Arizona. And, um, or you can just mail something to us at Daddy House, Post Office Box 506, Cottonwood, Idaho, 83522. So, um, we ask for you to prayerfully consider sponsoring us and helping us out so that we can. Continue to do what we're doing.
2: We are a nonprofit. <coughs> yep. And if you want a receipt for taxes, we can send you that too. Absolutely, because we are a nonprofit mm-hmm. organization,
1: and we can give out a receipt. Mm-hmm. So you can do the website. You can you can go directly to Voice America and um, and speak with them if that's something you want to do. You can, or you can just go to mail it to us, Abadaddy House, Post Office Box five hundred six, Cottonwood, Idaho. All right. So should we? Should we get rid of that stuff and go on to what we're going to talk about? Sure.
2: All right. What better thing to talk about than
1: God. Exactly. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about, does God still speak to people today? And I found this song, and it's pretty interesting. So I'm going to open with this song, and it is written by um, Ronnie C. Jr. Freeman. And it's a copy written by Universal Music Publishing Group. And it came off of Lyric Find. And it said the title of it is God Speaking. And it says, Have you ever heard a love song that set your spirit free? Have you ever watched a sunrise and felt you could not breathe? What if it's him? What if it's God speaking? Have you ever cried a tear that you could not explain? Have you ever met a stranger who already knew your name? What if it's him? What if it's God speaking? Who knows how he'll get a hold of us, get our attention to prove he is enough. He'll do and he'll use whatever he wants to tell us, I love you. Have you ever lost a loved one who you thought should still be here? Oh, crud. (laughs) Sorry, guys. sorry (laughs) obviously we have do you know what it feels like to be tangled up in fear what if he's somehow involved what if he's speaking through it all his ways are higher his ways are better though sometimes strange what could be stranger than a god in a manger god is speaking i love you awesome song Awesome, awesome song. Well, you know, what if God is speaking? What if? So, God speaks. Let's see. Let's find out. Let's talk about that today. It's, con- it's you know, even in the religious realm, it's, it is, um, what can I say, controversial. We've been told that God doesn't.
2: Well, I was told by our pastor that God doesn't really speak audibly, that he only speaks through the Bible until he walked home Mm -hmm. one morning or afternoon or something like that. He walked home, and God spoke to him. He came back and told me, that I'll never tell you again that God doesn't speak audibly (laughs) to someone because God spoke to him that day. We were both sitting in awe Mm -hmm. over it because he said now he knows that you can hear God's voice. Yep. Because God does speak to him. Because I've told him so many times about God speaking to Mm -hmm. me, and he thought I was hallucinating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's heard God's voice. And I think it's so awesome when someone can hear God's voice. Exactly. Because God can
1: speak to you. Yes, he can. You just got to have that relationship. That's right. And that's what we're going to talk about, you know? So, who did God speak to in the Old Testament? He spoke to many people mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, and let's go back to Genesis. My husband's favorite statement. We were talking about this that we were even talking about, Larry and I were this morning going back to Genesis.
2: Yeah, Larry he, likes to say, Going, going back to, to Gen- Genesis. Everything goes back to Genesis. If you do something, well, that goes back to Genesis. Genesis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and because the Lord, if you read in, in chapter and in Genesis 3, it talks about the Lord called out to the man, Where are you? And that began a conversation where God spoke directly to Adam and Eve. I mean, a one on one conversation. Well, he probably spoke to Adam before he spoke to Eve because
2: Eve wasn't there until Adam
1: was lonely. That's right. What about, what's some other Old Testament, another Old Testament story that he spoke to somebody? How about Moses? Okay. Yep. He spoke to Moses several times, didn't he? Mm hmm. Mhm-,
2: and I say Jonah was one that he oh. made, he spoke to but he waterlogged Jonah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonah wasn't too receptive to God. Talk about arguing with God, right? Jonah thought he knew more than God <laughs> <laughs> you know one of my my favorite stories about God speaking is in the Old Testament, and it has to do with um a donkey. I love this song this excuse me this this story. Um, it's in Numbers chapter 22, 21 to 31. So it's Numbers chapter 22. Three time. Okay, so we have a donkey and we have Balaam. And this is Balaam's donkey. It's kind of like, it would be like our car or somebody's horse. That, I mean, it was Balaam's main way of transportation. And so him and this donkey knew each other. They'd been around together, quite a bit, traveled over the land. And three times Balaam's faithful donkey saved f- saved him from the angel who opposed Balaam. And the first time the donkey saw the angel with a drawn sword, so the donkey turned off the road into a field. Well, Balaam got mad and beat the donkey. but the but because Balaam didn't see the angel and the donkey was just trying to protect his owner but he got a beating on it. Second time, the angel stood in the narrow path between two vineyards. And so the donkey pressed close to the wall and Balaam's foot got a little crushed against the wall. So guess what? He beat him again. Third time, the angel stood in the narrow path where there was no escape. The donkey just laid down and Balaam beat the donkey again. And so the donkey and, the donkey kept, the donkey and Balaam had this conversation about... Um, why did you do that? You know, I'm, I've been faithful to you. I mean, the Donkey and Balaam literally had a conversation. Now you and Annette, you and I were talking about that the other day. About wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that? You would you st- be surprised st- that the animals <laughs> talking to you? Exactly. Wouldn't shocked? you? Th- exactly. Yeah. That you would say. You know, I've been faithful to you, Balaam, and you beat me for this. And, and- you'd
2: be. Most people would be standing there going. Wait a minute. My head is like. Mhm. I'm not hearing this donkey talk to me. I'm exactly. Like, now, exactly. Me, I wouldn't be so shocked because I can hear animals talking. Right. I understand animal language. Right. But but if it was audible, I might be a little shocked.
1: Exactly, and I think it was audible.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
1: but God was speaking through to Balaam through the donkey. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So any other Old Testament stories where God spoke, do you think that you like? Mm-hmm. I like, uh, well, let me think, I don't know, you got any you like? Well, I liked that one, that one besides that donkey. Um. Well, the burning bush with Moses, right? Yeah, could you
2: imagine having a burning bush in front of you and you didn't start it on fire?
1: <laughs> and there was no
2: lightning? <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a fire that you could just reach out and put water on, to bur- put out? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would. How about a river that split apart, and and God told you that told to the staff above, mm-hmm. and the water would come up. Yeah. of that. Yeah,
1: there's just okay. So there's just lots of examples of God speaking in the Old Testament, right? Yeah. Two people, okay. So, so God spoke in the Old Testament. You think he's? Did he speak to people in the New Testament?
2: I'm um, sure. If he spoke in the Old Testament, he surely spoke in the New Testament. How
1: about um, 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 uh, the coat of many colors? That's in the Old Testament. Oh, Joseph. Old, yeah, that's right. Joseph was the Old Testament. Yeah, not, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How about the um, Saul? Oh, yeah, good old Saul, who became Paul. Yeah, he
2: changed lots of people's names. <laughs> I don't like your name, so you're gonna have to change it to this, or you can't follow me. <laughs> I think God might have said that. No, probably not. How about Peter? Mm-hmm. Told him he was going to deny him three times before the cro- cock
1: crow. Well, that was Jesus in his physical body, though.
2: But he also told him when he left him, he left him with the Spirit, Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, which mm-hmm. would guide them. Yeah. So they had to have heard the Holy Spirit yeah. talking to but
1: them. Saul was on his way to kill some more Christians, and, and Christ said, Who, he says, Why do you persecute me? And, the, and Saul came back, Who are you, Lord? And he says, I am Jesus whom you persecute. Right. Now get up and get into the city, and you'll be told what you must do. So, okay. Well, we'll talk a little bit more when we come back from break about the New Testament, who, G- who God speak- spoke to in the New Testament, and why he still speaks today. And we will be doing that after break.
0: your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com look for annette and myrna's book turning the curse into a blessing a testimony of god's healing power the book elucidates the journey of how annette smith gained healing from living as a child and other people the book is available through amazon.com in both paperback and kindle formats anyone who is looking for guidance from god and feeling that life is hopeless, should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call one 888 346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Abadaddyhouse 7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette.
1: Okay, so as we were coming into break, we were talking about how God spoke to people in the New Testament. And one of the things I want to point out is this, that we begin with Genesis in the Old Testament, of how God spoke to Adam and Eve, right? I want to point out that in the last book of the Bible, Revelation, that God spoke to John on the Isle of Patmos by sending an angel, and so that whole book of Revelation is actually God speaking through an angel to to John mm-hmm. about the, his second coming and what's going to happen and all of that, right? Okay. So, so for but John felt it was
2: through a dream.
1: Yeah. But the, the, he said, from the revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John. Mm-hmm. So from Genesis, this is what I'm trying to point out. From Genesis to Revelation, from, the, from Alpha to Omega, from the beginning to the end, God spoke. So, why would, why would God quit speaking to his people? If he started in Genesis and he went to Revelation...
2: Well, there's so many people that believe that, that God only speaks through the the Bible because mm-hmm. it's God breathed. Mm-hmm. The Bible is, and it is. The Bible is it God is. breathed. That's, it you definitely. But, but God loves us. He He has an unconditional love for us. And when you're out in the world, you're not with the Bible the bible is god breathed it is words from god to to guide us and to direct us and to teach us and but when you're out in the world and and you need guidance you can't say hold on everybody i got to run home and get my bible right because i got to know what i'm going to do i can't do it or you know the bible is for us to be directed with but if we need to know something right then and there God is going to direct us, Mm -hmm. and God does speak to us. But in order to learn to hear God's voice, you have to have a personal relationship with God. Right. I mean, and it has to be a very personal relationship with Him. You can't just say, well, I know. I I know God. I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. That doesn't do it. So that would be,
1: I know about God.
2: Yeah. I mean— you think about it, you can you can accept Christ as your Lord and Savior.
1: Or as your Savior.
2: Yeah. Or you can have him as your Lord, too. You can say, I follow the Bible. I follow oh. what God told me to do. But that doesn't get you to know who God is. Mm-hmm. Because unless you get a personal relationship with him, and you really get to have one-on-one time with him, how are you going to know his voice? Exactly. How are you going to get to know his voice? you got to get your ears trained and your heart trained.
1: You know the scripture says in Malachi that the Lord, He says, the Bible says, "I, the Lord, do not change." So if He speaks to people from Genesis to Revelation, why would He stop? He doesn't change.
2: I want to give you an example. Okay, you guys get a dog, right? Everybody wants a dog. Gets a I dog, want a right? dog. But that dog, you want to be obedient yes. to you, right? Mm-hmm. A dog wasn't obedient if you stand there and look at him and point your eyes to the dog dish. To go eat the dog dish. Dog won't follow your eyes, will he? Probably not. He's got to get to know your voice, Mm -hmm. doesn't he? How does he get to know your voice? You spend time with that dog. You teach that dog. You train that dog with your voice. That's In, how you teach a dog
1: and even if you are if even if you're incapable of speaking you you can do the sign language mm-hmm. I mean there's always a way to communicate but yeah. it, like you're saying it but takes time how do you get a
2: dog to learn sign language It takes
1: time you've got to get that dog's attention Exactly. how do you get the dog's attention you make
2: noise mm-hmm. to get the dog to look at you, mm-hmm. you make it's always got to be with yep. sound yep and you know what I have a cat that that cat understands me Mm -hmm. why does he understand me when I tell him come up here on the bed and lay down does Mm -hmm. he get up on the bed and lay down yes he does he does because he understands my voice Mm -hmm. and he knows that I I told him last night I said you know what if you don't get up here and lay down I'm gonna put you in your cage he knows what cage is
1: yes he does
2: (laughs) and he does not want to go in that cage
1: Mm -mm.
2: and he knows I say it once Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't get up on the bed and lay down he's going in the cage that's right he knows I won't repeat it. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to teach animals by being consistent. That's right. Consistent. Consistent with God to learn his voice. That's
1: right. And in Hebrews thirteen eight it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever.
2: And what does he say about prayer and supplication?
1: You have to practice it. You Every have to do day. it daily. Daily take up your cross, huh?
2: But he also says to pray constantly. That means all day long, Mm -hmm. not just in the morning, not just in the evening. Mm -hmm. That means every time you think of him. That's right. I I see people, I I was out at Lewiston, and I just kind of cried because I've seen people go about their day, and it's like they were kind of like, ho-hum. And, you know, they had a lot of things on their mind, I know that. But I didn't see that some of them didn't take time for God. I don't know what they were thinking, because I couldn't be in their mind. Mm -hmm. But the the face tells a story. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And there wasn't too much happiness in some of their faces. And I do have a way of discerning spirits. And I'll tell you, there's so many people that don't take mind of God. And, you know, God waits on us. And he doesn't push us if you want to hear God, you have to have a relationship with
1: Him. Right. I think um, one of the things that I thought about yesterday was that God still speaks. um, We're the ones with the problem. We have a hearing problem. Yeah, we need our hearing aids turned up. Yeah.
2: I hear God speak, and when He speaks to me, I stop.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: When He speaks to me, it's like nothing else exists. He's got a voice that is so awesome. It causes so much good feelings in you that... A rumble in mm-hmm, your heart. Mm-hmm. I know it's God's voice because it adds up to the Bible. exactly. And I know it's God's voice because there's nothing else can make me feel the way he does. Right. And I crave for him to talk mm-hmm. to me. There's times he won't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Why he won't talk to me, I don't know. But I know it's not going to harm me. Exactly. I know it's for my own good. Mm-hmm. But when he does talk to me... Nothing better. Right.
1: I agree. You know, the, the Bible says in John chapter 10, okay, which is an awesome chapter, and we go to it often because it says in there that the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He calls them by name. Wow. And so he knows us intimately. He knows our name. He does. And he leads them out. And it says, when he, when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. That's a relationship. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. That's time. That's, um, that is a relationship. Um, and John 10 continues to say in 27 and 28, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. But we're talking to him about we're his sheep, and it says, "My sheep listen to my voice."
2: You know, I think about people that have clinical depression, mm-hmm. and I want to tell something to everybody that has clinical depression or any kind of depression. I know that's hard for you to to get a prayer relationship or to get a a constant listening for God. Don't think that you don't, ha- don't get to go to heaven because you're clinically depressed or that you don't keep a constant relationship with God because God knows what's going on in your head and your heart, and he knows how unstable things are with you, and he stands beside you. He has walked this earth, and he knows what goes on, and he watches over you. So count on that. At least take your heart and give it to God. And if you can't get a prayer relationship going where you can be constantly praying with God because of your depression, put your depression in his hands and put yourself in his hands and stand on that. Mm-hmm. At least you have something you can grasp onto mm-hmm. and know that God's still going to take you to heaven, mm-hmm. even if you can't have a close close relationship Mm -hmm. with him because he loves you Mm -hmm. and he understands the clinical depression. He understands whatever you're going through Mm -hmm. and we'll pray for you. We'll pray for each and every one of you. And if you want to write to us, you can, or call us. We'll talk with you through it. We'll help you. And we'll just do a general prayer for anybody who's clinically depressed
1: and right now we'll just you know, pray for and, and that. that's just not really for the clinically depressed, is it? Schizophrenia, schiz schizoaffective, all of those mental Brilliant. illnesses.
2: So we're gonna just bow our head and pray uh-huh. right now for anybody who's depressed, clinically depressed or who's who... had a diagnosis of mental illness. Yeah, that would
1: cover it, yeah. I
2: think. Uh-huh. And father, we just know that you said that you you've walked the earth, you've been in our footsteps, and that you understand and you're the father of the fatherless. And you're here to help the sick and the weak. And, Father, we just place all of them and everybody who has issues with emotions Mm -hmm. and mentalness Mm -hmm. and with their mind not being able to stand there and connect with you. And, Father, we ask that you just Mm -hmm. connect with them. Yep. And, Father, that what demonic even wants to come in and divide them from Mm -hmm. you, that you keep them in your fold because they Mm -hmm. are your sheep.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And that you give them strength Mm -hmm. to know that you're there. And, Father, we just ask for your guidance Mm -hmm. with each and every one of your sheep that are broken. You said a a bent reed Mm -hmm. is yours, Mm -hmm. and you'll strengthen them. So, Father, we just ask Mm -hmm. for that. In your name, and we just give you the praise and the glory of what you're going to do mm-hmm. for each and every one of those little ones. And, uh, Father, we love them, and we'll give them your love through us. In Jesus' mm-hmm. name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. And I agree. And I agree. Because you, if you've asked Jesus to be your Savior and Lord, you're his sheep, and he understands. Mm-hmm. And He will lead you. And, and we, we
2: love every one of you. Even ones we don't know by name. God puts that love through our hearts. Mm-hmm. So know that it's God's love coming out to each and every one of you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So don't let someone tell you that God doesn't love you because He does. Yeah. Or that you can't understand God's love because you can. Yeah. You can.
2: I just I hurt for the ones that hurt. I do. I don't like to see anybody hurt. And if you're hurting out there, know that I
1: hurt with you. Mm-hmm. So, cuz that that is what this program, that's what a, that's what has been our main mission statement, our main goal is to be a voice for the voiceless and to help those who are hurting. Right. And that's deep deep within our hearts and that's why, you know, we have people come to us. Who um, I mean, I had to take Annette to the emergency room last Friday night, and there was a lady that had come in after us, and we ended up, try- you know, giving her our name and our numbers and our contact stuff because she needed help. And she said, "I don't have money." We so
2: said, "We don't care." And we
1: don't care. And that's what we told her. We're out to help people. We're out to minister. We're not out to make money. I mean, that's obvious. But you know, it's not the money. It's people. not the money. We need money to yes. stay going.
2: Yep, but we don't want money to make us rich because no. that's not what we're out here for. No, we do no. need money to keep going. hmm And but to make us
1: rich, no, no, no. We're um. But anyways, I mean, just that simple stuff. I mean, you know wherever we go, we try to minister, even in an emergency room. And you know, I
2: she, was hurting, but you know what? She was hurting worse. She was. So I let
1: my hurt go. And you know, we, we ministered to her, and we haven't heard from her, but that's okay because we're still praying. For we're her. still praying for her, And you know, God put her in our path, And I told Annette, maybe that's why we went to the emergency room Friday night. Maybe just for her, just right. for her.
2: You don't know how many people that sit in our office that I literally cry with them. Mm-hmm. I do, because you know what? My tears aren't just mine alone. No. I cry for the hurt, and I cry for the homeless, and I cry Mm -hmm. for the fatherless, and I cry for children that are sexually abused. Mm -hmm. I cry for a lot
1: of people, Mm
2: -hmm. and I'll cry for you. Yeah,
1: because you're precious in God's sight. So, yeah. So, we, we have the hearing problem. God speaks. We just sometimes have our eyes blinded and our ears closed, and sometimes our heart is hardened. But God can change all that,
2: you know what? He when He died for us, He died for us once. Yep, and God said nobody could snatch us out of His hand. Mm-hmm. In which I believe that, and I believe God doesn't forgive us, He doesn't have to forgive us over and over and over. He forgave us once, He just wants us to know that, mm-hmm. and He wants us to try really hard not to sin anymore. Yep, but if we sin,
1: not we're if, still forgiven. When, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, when we sin, because we, we all sin. <laughs> We're yep. still forgiven. Yeah, We just got to know that we need to try to change it and mm-hmm. not do it again. Yep. That's what the forgive me, Father, is for. Mm-hmm. It's not for the Father to forgive us. It's for us to know we've sinned and to try to do better.
1: Mm-hmm. A humbled heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does God speak? He's, we know that he, we've established that he speaks from Genesis to Revelations. We've witnessed in our own lives that he speaks to us that he speak to us and through us. And the Bible says that he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so he will continue to speak regardless of what people have told us. And we will, because people try to argue with our experience. And that's one thing that people can't do. If they try to argue with the experience I have, I just look at them and think, it's what I, it's my experience. I'm sorry that you can't embrace it. But there's, you know, God speaks, and I like it in Romans chapter 1, 18 through 20, where it talks about God speaks through creation. From From the beginning, it says in verse 20, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, been understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. So, ignorance is no excuse, Right. And and you think about it this way,
2: God, Jesus came down on this earth, right? He right. walked on this earth, right? right? And did people laugh at him? Yes. Did people contradict what he said? Yes. Did people his own experiences? Yes. Did people say that didn't happen? Yep. When he said he was Jesus, the Father of a living God, mm-hmm. or the Son of a living God, mm-hmm. did people say? that he was crazy. Yep. Did they
1: They said he was blasphemy.
2: Him? Did mm-hmm. they persecute him? Yes. And did Jesus say we are going to walk in his footsteps? Mhm. So did he say blessed are you if you're persecuted yep. by for my name's sake. Yep. Then guess we're going to be persecuted, are mm-hmm. we not?
1: Yeah. And that's why we need to hear be able to hear him even more because we need when we walk through that persecution, we need to know that he's leading us.
2: Do you think God would leave us at the time of persecution? No, no not my God. <laughs> my God wouldn't. Did his father leave no. him during the time of persecution? Well, he left him when when he said it is done. That's the only time God had to turn away from him the because sin. he could not look upon our right. sin. He turned his eyes from him. He did not leave him. Mm-hmm. He was still there that's right. with him. He just could not look upon our sin. Mm-hmm. But God did not
1: leave Jesus right. at that time. Right. So, you know, God does speak through creation. And I'm reminded of that song. It says, you know, have you ever seen a sunset that took your breath away? Yeah, that's God. That's God speaking to you. Or even a fallen star. That's God. I've seen a lot of fallen stars since I've been here. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, like, right now, the um, fawns are starting to come out from their little hiding places with their mamas. That's God.
2: Do you ever look at a seed that raises a Mm. great big, huge tree that points up to God? Do you figure, how can that big, huge tree come
1: out of that little, tiny seed? That's God. That's God. And I'm praying for a little tree that I kind of ran over with the lawnmower last week. (laughs) Sorry, I did. I I felt so horrible.
2: I look at so many amazing things Mm -hmm. and I think, how can man explain some of this stuff? I mean, it's God. It has to be God. Yep. Other other ways God I mean, speaks. Do you yeah, look ahead. at a little tiny baby that's mm-hmm. been born and mm-hmm. it starts out with just a little sperm mm-hmm. cell? I mean,
1: think in, about it. No lie. So God talks through creation, God talks well in the Old Testament he talked through prophets and the scripture says that now that in the end times he's gonna talk through prophets again, men and women. Well, I know he's talked
2: to me, and mm-hmm. he's done some great miracles in mm-hmm. my life. Yep.
1: And I can tell
2: you, nobody can explain what he's done. That's right. Sure did. It sure wasn't a phenomenon.
1: And he talks through dreams. Yes, he does. And he talked through dreams to people in the Bible through dreams. Mm-hmm. And I believe because people have come in our office, and um, God has blessed Annette with the ability to interpret dreams.
2: You know, it's so funny. It's this this one couple that we had when I was telling them about their dream and everything, and they kind of chucked it down that they didn't write, believe what mm-hmm. I was saying about their dream, and then they went home and somebody else had told them about their dream, and mm-hmm. it was exactly the same
1: mm-hmm. as what I told them, and then it, and then it came true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It was so funny. God has spoken to me through a dream. Um, it's. It's pretty intimate, and so I won't share it on the radio, but um, it released me of some guilt that I had carried because of my past, and it was shortly after my daddy had died. And, um, yeah, I won't share it because, like I said, it's very intimate, but it it was in a dream, and God spoke to me and and released me.
2: I like it when God releases people with Mm -hmm. their dreams and stuff, like like people that have— um, when they're um, well, I can't think of it now, I'll think okay. of it when we come okay. back from break. All right, we'll be back from break.
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaempowerment.com. Abba Daddy House, Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call one 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette.
1: We are back from break and we've been talking about how God speaks and we've talked about um, visions and dreams. And Annette, and you, had, you said you were thinking about something. Yeah, about PTSD. People okay. um, PTSD.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, we had a guy that we we still work with, but we had he talked about whenever he would get angry, mm-hmm. he would see um, like a cement oh, mm-hmm. wall down there, and underneath it would be an IED, mm-hmm. and it would explode, and then he would just lose it all, and, and in one of his memory things, he would, God would take him to that and break that cement loose mm-hmm. and get that bomb out of there mm-hmm. so that his anger deals would go away from the war stuff mm-hmm. and all that, and and healed him of that, mm-hmm. and that's God speaking. That is God and speaking. And that was God talking to directly to this guy mm-hmm. in a healing session that we would have, mm-hmm. and God spoke to him and took him there and destroyed that bomb mm-hmm. that he had where it would explode mm-hmm. on him yeah. and that would explode his anger mm-hmm. and that's our God talking to somebody mm-hmm. and, and that, healing them yeah and healing them at the same time and I think that's just totally an awesome God mm-hmm. that cares about and this is a guy that was in a war place that would that got blown up exactly in a car mm-hmm. and so that would a, of course, it would be a bomb set for no him lie. inside of him. Yeah, you know that's PTSD. Mm-hmm. That is, and God heals PTSD. Yes, He does. And imagine uh, our God talking to someone yeah. to heal him. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. You know,
1: once once you ask ask God to speak to you, I mean, it's that simple. God speak to me, but then be open to to listening to Him because oftentimes, more than not, He's it's a still small voice it's not like you're hearing us talk right now you have to be like quiet and still and And try to listen for him Mm -hmm. he'll put his arm around you Mm -hmm. especially in a painful
2: moment god god cares about us so much his heart breaks for us Mm -hmm. why wouldn't a loving god that has an unconditional love that he loves us so much why wouldn't he come to us in a hurting moment why wouldn't he talk to
1: us comfort us. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, exactly. I don't
2: think God, when he went back, when he when He was raised from the dead and uh-huh. then
1: he raised from earth, why would he just leave us? Exactly. Abandon us. Yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do and that. And that's what he says. I'll be back, guys, but I'm here. In the meantime, here's the Holy Spirit. He sent a
2: comforter. Mm-hmm. But that didn't mean that God left us. Right. He's here to comfort us, mm-hmm. too. He sent a comforter to be with mm-hmm. us always.
1: And when you... When you hear a still, small voice, it will always, and I mean 100% of the time, line up to the scripture.
2: Yes. God would not lead us astray. Mm-hmm. So, if you get something that's that's causing conflict and, and causing things that are going away in your life, that's not God. That's right. If it doesn't match up with the Bible, that's not God.
1: Right. And even if you go to someone and ask them to affirm what you've thought, you what you've heard... If they, if it doesn't add up to the Bible, well, from what they say, then they're wrong. You have God, the the Bible is our um, is our ruler, and that we have to what compare it to that.
2: If you if you follow the Bible word for word, it'll guide your life. That Bible will not stir you wrong. I have when I need to find something out, I'll go look in the Bible and I'll follow the Bible for my life and it doesn't steer you wrong Mm -mm. it doesn't and there's so many things in the bible that you can look up for your life and it'll tell you what to do i mean you can't go wrong right the bible is a roadmap for life
1: exactly and it'll tell you what to do you're right so but we're and we're talking about when we is prayer when we talk to god we're just it's called people a formal word would be prayer but we just talk to god I talk to him, I'll be
2: sitting in the car talking, yep. to yeah, people might look at me like I'm crazy, but you know
1: what? I am crazy. I'm crazy mm-hmm. for the Lord. It's that again, that's an intimate relationship, We're getting to know him, getting to know his will, getting to know that still small voice that will tell us yes, no or wait.
2: Well, you know some people don't think he's really here, but I know he is. i've i have I have seen evidence of God in my life, and I have felt God beside me, I know He's here without a shadow of a doubt, and there's nothing in this lifetime that can convince me He's not That's real right. and He's not here.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I know He's here. Mm-hmm. In, in 1 John 4, 1-3, um, to 3, and you need to write this down, people, because this is part of, the, of figuring out if it's God or not speaking, it says, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that is coming, and now it is already in the world. And we do that. We test the spirit, mm-hmm. and you have a way of testing the spirit that is is your way. I have a way of testing the spirit that is, I mean, both of them line up to the scripture right here, but it's, it's my way to test the spirit that I feel comfortable with. And you have your way of testing the spirit. And that's that because we, you and I both have a different relationship. And so that's what we're saying. You need to get a relationship with Christ so that you can have that relationship to know and to test the spirit, because sometimes what you hear is not Christ. It'll be close because Satan will say close things to the scripture. Yeah, he can he can portray his light. Mm-hmm. But he'll always you can
2: if you know the Bible and yep. you know God, he can he'll always mess up somewhere. Yep. Satan's a good liar.
1: You know, in the past because I was just kind of brainstorming the other day about the times that God has spoken to me without a shadow without a shadow of a doubt, and that was in July of 1989 um, when God told me that my dad would not be here this time next year. And God gave me that gift so that I could prepare my heart um, for that time. And, you know, by December 25th of that year, dad was 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 dead. He was absent from the body at home with the Lord. But he gave me that gift. He gave me that blessing you know, and there was other times of a, a best friend in Kansas that God told me what time, she, you know, when she had died. And it was exactly when she had died. And my grandpa, my paternal grandpa, he told me, which was weird, that he told me what day he would die and at what time. And I, and it was, you know, when we, because I couldn't be there. But I knew it was going to be on a Tuesday, and I knew it was going to be at a quarter till six at night. I don't know why God gave that gift to me. I think it's because, I mean, it was to comfort me, and nobody, I mean, people can say that you didn't really happen, but by golly, you look at the death certificate, and that's what, that's what happened. You know, I didn't make it up. And it's something that you don't forget. No, you don't forget. It's, it's burned in your brain. It is.
2: It is. Like, you know, God had told me that my, this when my son was one month old. He had told me Robert won't live past his 20s. Mm Mm-hmm. And when Robert died, I wasn't shocked. Yeah. He was 29
1: years 29 old. 29 years old.
2: He didn't live past his no, 20s. No, he didn't. And, you know, I wasn't shocked. I, did, I didn't I did go through shock because I had already known. Mm-hmm. And when he died, I remembered what God said. Mm-hmm. And when I'd ask God, why'd you take my son from mm-hmm. me? He said, he wasn't yours. That's Remember? Right. I warned you. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew he wasn't mine. He was God's kid. He That's was... Right. He was just on loan to me. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And, you know, it it still bothers me that he's gone Mm -hmm. because. I miss him. You know, I miss him. He was a good kid, but, and he was mentally challenged. He was a good kid at the same time. He was a handful, but I take him back any minute. God wanted to give him back to me, but he also is, he he didn't have a father here. Yeah. He's home with his real father. Yeah. Yep, he is. But yep. God spoke. That's right. And, That's right. You know, I can't, I can't be angry at God mm-hmm. for taking back what was really his. No. You no. know? And and, I never once
1: got angry at God yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. I know that God told me back in Kansas that there was some deaths that had to occur before we moved out here. And um, one was the dog, one was my grandma. And the dog died in July of 2013. My grandma died in July of 2014. And we moved out here in July of 2015. I don't know how who else could have orchestrated that than God. <laughs> well, bam, bam, bam. No life. So, that's God. And you, A year later, Robert died. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, you guys, God still speaks. He still speaks. Thank goodness. Yeah. And you can have that. You can listen to him just asking, Lord, speak to me. Lord, show me who you are and show me that, you know, let's begin a relationship or let's deepen our relationship because he still speaks. Same yesterday, today, and forever.
2: And remember, people, we love you. Yes. And God loves you. Mm-hmm.
1: And help us. <coughs> Oops. If help us, um, help us get this message out to people. Help us to continue this radio show. You have you have ways to do it. You can go to our website, and or you can um, go to Voice America. You can um, there's several ways you can do it. So we love you, and um, you are more than welcome to call us anytime or go to the website, email us, uh, or Abu House 7 at gmail.com. Anything, any closing words Annette? that? No. So OK. I think that is a, a wrap up. With, that is a goodbye for this week. and next week oh, one, one thing real quick. Jul, um, we're planning with Levi being on the show July 12th. So for everybody, Levi, July 12th from prison in uh, state prison. So that's what we're planning. And numbers we hopefully will have next Friday. Yep. Okay? Numbers next Friday, everybody. So thanks for listening. We will talk with you guys next Later. Friday. Bye.
0: Thank you for being here this week. Be sure to join hosts Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher for another edition of Abha Daddy Girls Speak Out next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy the upcoming weekend.